One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Well, hello. Hey, freaks. Guys. Guys. You're going to have to bear with me this episode because I'm... It carries on the brim. I'm experiencing like the worst cold in my adult life. It's either COVID or Gay cold. cold. We don't know yet. It's the gay cold. I think it's gay cold. I think so. I don't think we I saw had... each other on Thursday. Yeah. And I feel fucking great. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, I don't think it's COVID. I but won't... I've already had the gay cold. Yeah. 
I want to get checked just because my parents are flying back and I don't want them to be ill. Be super spreaders. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. just straight up cold flu, but it's bad. I I never get sick, so I'm like, I have this thing too where I apologize when I'm sick. You're very like saddened and yeah, you are apologetic and it truly no need to be either. No, I know. I like you're melancholy though. I, yeah. Cause I don't get sick. So I'm like, there's like a weird shame thing of getting sick. Do you know what I mean? I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, we live in like a shame based society, a shame based society where literally anything can make you come down with a to- terrible case of the shamies and sick is definitely one of them. No one likes a sick person. No one likes a sick person. And, I was, I was like, I posted just a joke photo that I, of Nicole Kidman, that, and I was like, me with a cold, and someone already messaged, you can just say it's COVID, it's okay, and I was like, don't you even start. Honey, rest assured that he will say it's COVID if it's COVID. <laughs> I am, I am ready. The to COVID say. content will be available <laughs> to viewers if it indeed turns out to be COVID. I love someone like telling you, I know. shut the fuck up. Literally everyone shut up <laughs> unless you're going to message me or carry something amazing and supportive. Keep it to your goddamn self exactly. literally forever. I don't want to <laughs> know. <laughs> I, I never, ever, actually, ever, ever, ever. Same. I, I will say if I get COVID now, I'll be like, really? <laughs> after this that is a really like i've i've been like chicken little running around about the sky is falling well before covid even came two years literally since this time 2019 we you've been forecasting foreshadowing and avoiding at all costs no and that would be just a cruel twist of fate it would be it'd be fitting though it would but i'm rooting for you Thanks, Carly. And my prayers are my prayers are with you. Thank you. And may the Lord, may the Lord bless you me. and keep you. I mm-hmm. it would be very like <laughs> I feel like I, whenever I'm sick, I feel like a Kathy comic. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's me too, because now like when I get sick, I have to take to the bed for days. <laughs> I know. I don't do like walking around sick. Like I'm surprised that you're even potting right now because I go full blown cave mode and I won't eat anything except that soup that I messaged you about. Oh, I'm gonna get it, Simon. I think I'm... which will change your life. Matzo ball soup for lunch. Yum. Yeah, it's just I use it as an excuse to eat chicken soup and just like live my truth. Yeah, I'm committed to the pod. You are. Yeah. You'll pod through thick and thin, <laughs> pod through the apocalypse, through COVID potentially, through hiding your COVID under the guise of a cold. <laughs> I would, it'd be kind of next for us. It would be just everything we've been through together with COVID on this pod. It would be kind of next level mm-hmm. if I had COVID and we were potting together. <laughs> it would be, it'd be a real twist. And also I hope if you have COVID, then I'm definitely at risk for COVID. <coughs> so I'll go need to go get a little testy test. I would not like that. It's t- I'll go. It's time to quarantine. Also, like, I would be so annoyed if I had COVID. I mean, 
and had like no like no symptoms like not a single symptom but it's just like you're covid positive yeah that's i mean a great case scenario to be in obviously but like you're gonna get it very annoying very annoying for like loneliness factor where you're just like i feel literally fine yeah, and I, I would love nothing more than to live my life and like go just to one place but you just can't because you're literally just diseased if you're sick if you actually have symptoms and you have it, like then you can at least be like, well, now I definitely can't go outside. It's yeah. Like, You're like, I have to be cozy and just like Postmates. I have to go like this. Mm -hmm. I need someone to take care of me. Speaking of cozy. You wrap a little blankie. I, I felt very cozy watching Succession last night. I felt so cozy. I fell asleep and then I woke up and then watched what I missed. And... It's great to be back with the it's that great. beautiful family. It was kind mm -hmm. of a, I think, decidedly chill episode to ease us back in. Kendall's manic. But gearing up for a fucking war, and I'm excited. I love when people go to war, and business war is so, like, yeah. cunty when, and cutthroat. When Logan Roy says cunt, I was like, I love it. I felt that. And Kendall, whenever when he, he told his son to suck his dick, I also felt that. <laughs> Do you want to suck my dick? Every time, <laughs> every time Kendall smiles, I like, I shriek. It's like I don't want to see him smile because <laughs> he does it so well. He's so <coughs> happy with himself and like manic, and I love how what a damaged soul he is. I love him bringing his new girlfriend into his ex-wife's like amazing home and his ex-wife is like maybe this can be a moment for us and he's like hey i'm gonna bring in samantha ronson's cousin she's fucking hot no her sister her sister it's oh her it's sister. her sister yeah sorry i'm gonna bring I'm gonna um, bring her in and she's like oh yeah it's like i was like oh i want him to get back with her but also i don't want her to be no she's better off she's better off with also her. when he's like it was so fucked up like when he he's like oh i'm gonna is it okay if i like invite naomi over like she i think she's really good for me and she's like yeah totally and he's like T who whose razors were those in the bathroom like tell me tell and she's like i don't want to talk about this with yeah. you and he's like what i don't give you enough money that you can't afford the and i was just like god you're such a prick he's, he can't help himself he sucks yeah just sucks i love his wife his ex-wife his baby mama Shiv, girl bossing around. Shiv is so hot. I love that. I love her and her husband. I love that actress Tom. that plays the lawyer. Mm -hmm. She's been in a bunch of... I forgot her name. She's amazing. She was the one who, like, everyone thought bit Beyonce, I think. Oh, the Sonala Thon. Yeah. Lathan? Yes. She's... Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, is that Sonala? What a weird... Truly? What a weird... Sure story. enough... <laughs> I know. She's like, did... remember that? Like, <laughs> everyone was like, <laughs> everyone was like, who did it? And she was like, who bit Beyonce? And they, she's like, this like accomplished actress, and they're like, you bit her. And she's like, no, I didn't bite Beyonce. <laughs> did we ever get to the bottom of who bit Beyonce? Does it even matter? No, who spread that? Tiffany Haddish. Wasn't it her? Yeah. She was I like, think so. Which is so funny. I love her. <laughs> I know that actually makes it Tiffany, hysterical. Tiffany Haddish brings, she's so like, she just loves to dish. 
And I just love mm-hmm. that she's like not afraid to be on the red carpet and just talk shit. It's a full disclosure moment. Um, real quick, also, I had the true pleasure of watching <laughs> maybe the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life on this planet on Friday night. Halloween Kills. I no, I mean that was pretty bad. I watched that on Saturday and got really darked out by it. We don't even need to we'll talk about it on a bonus this week. We'll talk yeah, we'll go into need, Halloween kills on the bonus. I need to talk. Because we need to really unpack that. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Richards, great actress, cast her in more shit. She's incredible. Genuinely, we're being serious. She's No, I'm not kidding. She's actually the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Amen. <clears throat> No, I watched the movie Music. No. Sia's masterpiece. Absolutely not. Um, it is so shocking at every turn with just how terrible it is. And it's also just shocking. Like when you think about how many millions of dollars were utterly wasted. <laughs> like you would have actually done a better service for the world if you had just like lit those on that money on fire and kept like an unhoused person warm for the night, like, like a bonfire and one night bonfire would have of $16 million would have been better than making the movie music, which ultimately helps truly not a (laughs) single soul. It's, it's shocking that Kate Hudson was nominated for a golden globe. Okay someone like this is what makes me I mean I don't believe in award shows anyways but truly the fact that that actually happened which I didn't know until now that renders everything 1000% meaningless and there is no god I (laughs) would even go so far as to say because Kate Hudson is also completely out of control in this movie I believe that she believes she's playing like a 25 year old And her head is shaved inexplicably. And she dresses like a Red Scare listener. And (laughs) she just looks like a woman in her 40s LARPing as like a 20-year-old dime square like thotty. And I'm shaken to... Does it take place in New York? The core of my being. I don't know. We no one knows. I think it's in LA. It could be like LA. It takes place in like nebulous downtown area. It could be in like Buffalo. It could be anywhere. Rochester. And it's it could, sho- it's just shocking. It could, be, it could be Salt see, Lake. <laughs> it could be Salt Lake on a sunny day. It really is like very nebulous. And it stars Maddie Ziegler as a nonverbal autistic girl named music whose grandmother slash caretaker dies of a stroke. And then Kate Hudson is like her addict older sister who comes in to, I guess like try and help music. But then she's also basically like, I want to drop this bitch off at the nearest home. Like, and then does actually take her to a home at one point and almost leaves her there. But then she realizes like, no, I'll keep music around. <laughs> it's, it's basically like Rain Man, but not good. It's, it's like it's a it's a not it's a nonverbal. So I mean, she made she says like a couple things, but it's 
Why not just cast true, a, a nonverbal autistic person? You could not. Well, you. I don't think you could like have a person in that role that yeah. is nonverbal autism suffering, like it, that was had those same triggers because you couldn't like have a person like that on set. I don't think. Yeah. But it's also, just, if like that's the case, you probably just shouldn't make a movie about totally that, or make them verbal. Also, there's an idea. Give them some lines. Yeah, also, Kate Hudson already did a movie like this that's actually good, minus the... Yeah, called Raising Helen. Raising Helen. we all loved. That was actually, like, one of her best, maybe her best role. It was peak Hudson. I don't know why she has to sully her also legacy with a movie like this. Also, it starred one of the guys from Hamilton... As an African man with AIDS as like a side character, which I was just like, there was no need. <laughs> there really, there was just not a need Why? for that for an AIDS storyline, a B storyline. His like a movie about him as a main character would have been like, oh, let's go down this road and explore this. He's just but like, like just casually character. throwing him in as like the token, like person of color, and then being like, he has AIDS. you can't just be black you have to actually be from africa and you're gonna have aids <laughs> see it says sia jesus her christ her also, vision i remember sia like took to twitter and defended her movie kamikaze style and was like going after people and someone was like after did... all like a ton of autistic people that like <laughs> tweeted at her and she they were... just dissed them one by one <laughs> they were like why couldn't you just cast someone with autism she goes maybe we tried to but they just weren't good I was like, yeah, I think okay. in, uh, <laughs> honey, savage, honey, not the one. Also, I guess that people with autism or like neurodivergent people at that level can't even watch this movie because it has so many like strobing lights <sighs> in the musical scenes that it could send them into a fit. So the people that she's made the movie about like that community can't even engage with her art, which is a next level troll and also next level creative vision and i'm almost just like it's incredible i mean this it's a travesty that this movie exists it truly is the worst movie i've ever seen but also were you laughing fascinating at it? i was crying crying wow she kate hudson's like singing in it no and then at the very end of the movie spoiler alert she starts to get a crush on the neighbor who's the African man with AIDS and she relapses and gets drunk and then tries to hit on him and she's like making out she's like trying to make out with him and he's like lady like back the fuck off and she goes I don't even care about AIDS and like and then he's like get away from me then she's like well I'm giving up and I'm gonna put music in a home then she like takes music to this institution and it's like dark and she's like JK like we're busting out of here which in between the scene where she's like dropping her off and busting out she takes the time to like put on a full tutu and a frosted lip and like weird earrings she's also inexplicably in like a sports bra the entire time so she's she unwell. takes music she's unwell she's a mentally ill person <laughs> she's actually like worse for to for music to have around like music is unsafe in her presence i would say she takes music and goes and crashes 
the African guy's brother's wedding goes right into the wedding with music and then they sing a song. They like play a piano and then music mutters a song onto the stage in front of a wedding part. Like they're in the middle of a wedding. They're like, who are these fucking people? Who are these fucking white people that are on stage like singing like barely singing a song it's so i'm like no one would accept this like in what world is this like okay behavior wow i mean did you see book of henry no maddie ziegler's other foray into film she's made some real stinkers this movie i went with friend of the pod sam lansky and i was literally like my stomach hurt i was laughing so hard and it was what's it about Naomi Watts has like two sons and the oldest one is like a genius and he thinks his neighbor next door Maddie Ziegler is being molested by her stepfather and so he dies of cancer midway through the movie the kid and he leaves a book the genius kid yeah he leaves a book of instructions for his mom Naomi Watts to kill the stepfather like does she she tries to. She takes a sniper rifle and goes into the woods <laughs> behind the house and, like, tries to snipe him. All, and Jacob Tremblay is in it as the younger, like, brother who's normal. And so Classic. Sarah Silverman plays a waitress who works. Naomi Watts lives in this incredible, like, <laughs> mansion that the son has secured for them through stocks because he's doing the stock market. But she she's a diner waitress. And Sarah and Sarah Silverman is this alcoholic waitress who works with her, and it's like her best friend, and she calls her Toots, and she keeps she always tries to hit on Henry. It's like really weird. Classic. And they like they go, let's go see Aunt Sarah Silverman, and they go over to her house, and she's sleeping on a <laughs> she's sleeping <laughs> on a park bench with a goblet of Carlo Rossi, and they go and they go, oh God, look at you. He slept out here again. She's like, yes. Silly Billy. And they go inside. <laughs> they open a bottle of wine and start drinking. <laughs> it's crazy. Natalie Ziegler's in it. And it's just watch it. It's unbelievable. The guy who did Jurassic Maddie... World directed it. Oh my God. What the fuck? The thing is, too, like, Maddie Ziegler's actually the least offensive part of the entire movie. Like, she's pretty good. I I buy, I bought what she's selling, but she needs to, like, someone needs to rip her out of Sia's clutches. Like, Sia is Svengali-ing Maddie and ruining her life. Sia has, like, Rasputined the Ziegler family. She has. Like, all Maddie Ziegler does is, like, Sia's bidding. Like, let her, let her be, like, Jojo Siwa and, like, be an actual child yeah or just like release her let her go and do her own thing maddie needs new representation maddie needs like a full career overhaul because she's talented but it's just like what the fuck i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. 
I love to like in the early interviews, which she did no press for this movie, but Kate Hudson, she tromped all over the red carpet and was like living for her role. <laughs> it was probably like she realized it was the last role she's ever going to get. So she might as well make the most of it. Soak up the attention while she still got it. Because truly, where do you go from music? Her character's name is Kazoo. Zoo for short. I know. I saw the movie and I was like, this is very... <laughs> I saw the trailer and I was like, it's extremely tune yards. That band. And that the fucking like musical scenes which i believe were shot after principal photography and just put in they are so hideously ugly like it made me feel like i was gonna have a seizure and it just like offended my every sensibility and they were just like so horribly photo like terrible horrible color schemes horrible choreography just everyone involved from start to finish should be ashamed and humiliated. But Maddie Ziegler basically said I was having like panic attacks because I was really worried about playing this character. And like, I didn't want to do this. And Sia was just like, you have to do this. And so she just like forced her to, (laughs) she's a minor. Like, honestly, this should be illegal. She just forced her into playing like a nonverbal autistic girl. It's truly... You will do this. I was like, imagine watching, being a producer and watching the dailies come in and be like, yes, we are so on the right track here. This is the story uh, we've been, were, the world has been waiting for. They were like, Sia has Ellen DeGeneres in her corner. We have to make this movie. Sia also has a cameo in the movie as herself. I need to watch it. Imagine being like friends with Kate Hudson and then having to be like, you know, who led the, you know who led the charge in my life of being like, I will never see that movie and I want it to be destroyed. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Simon saw a trailer for that. I was like, what the fuck? It's the perfect movie to like take a bong rip and watch <laughs> and like cry <laughs> at. But, like, it actually, like, I don't even believe in, like, burning books or, like, destroying art. But this could get destroyed and it would be, like, okay for everyone. Society would be better It, like, shouldn't. Society actually would. Like, it should not. It should not exist. And the fact that it slipped through this many cracks and, like, it came out in theaters. Like, some people, like, paid money to go to a movie theater and sit and take this piece of shit in. (laughs) They really. And then people literally voted. The Hollywood Foreign Press was like, guess what? We love Kate Hudson in this. We're going to nominate her. And then she was like, well, I'm going to the show. That's insane. Like, the world is not a real place anymore. It hurts to laugh right now, so I can't. (laughs) Well, I'm going I'm going to go. She is. She got called. And then her stat, like she called up a stylist who was like, I'm going to style you. You're going. And then she like Instagrammed about it. And I'm just like, wait, for stop. this? You did that for this. Laura, please stop. <laughs> I'm worried. What does Goldie think of that movie? 
Shit. Has her family seen it? Yeah, they probably all watched it at their like ranch in Aspen. She's definitely made people <coughs> close to her in her life watch this movie. Her hot younger brother in watched a it. Non ironic way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And been like, so what do you think? <laughs> Kurt Russell had to watch that movie. She's forced many people around her to engage with this art. <coughs> Her whole, like, posse of Malibu girls had to watch it. Yeah. And they probably all, like, she probably made Nicole Richie watch it. Do you think Nicole was honest with her? <laughs> I want to know who was honest with Kate about her role. Actually, in she probably was. If you were a friend. The foster sisters. She might have been. Mm-hmm. The foster sisters were like, this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do this? Like, does Kate really think it was good, or was she just like, I'm it's, just going to... just commit. Like, my career's winding down, and Fabletics. <laughs> we and, all know what happened with she, Fabletics, so... she was like, my guru just died, bless her. My guru, RIP, so I really just need this, and everyone fuck off and let me just do this. Maybe she did get real with people, and she was like, look, I know it, you know it but I just want to go to the Globes one last time. And they were like, okay. We won't say anything, but we all know what's really (coughs) going on, Kate. She said, thank you for letting me have this. (laughs) On that note. On that note, let's get into the the reason why we're here. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. You're listening to. And you're listening to. Sexy, unique podcast. Sexy, unique podcast. Salty Utah Queens. Salty Utah Queens. Salty Utah Queens. I'm like speaking in Erica. It's it's EJ Global for sure. It's a little ladies. it's a little Barlow, dude. ladies. <laughs> ladies, I can't. Um, I just wrote here we go. <laughs> Whitney walking up to so you're like Mario. Here we go. Isn't that what he says in like Mario Kart? Yeah. Whitney walking up to the gym killed me. She was like this. <laughs> She approaches every scene with the same energy, and I respect that about her. She just looks like a, a real doll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is a real, she is a blow-up doll. She's meeting Lisa Barlow to do ribbon swings. Like, aerial silks. Aerial <laughs> ribbon swings. They're just doing, like, what Pink does. Yeah. <laughs> That's, is that a workout? We saw her. We did, and she fucking owns it. Laura was crying. I cried at the Pink concert We'd... twice. It was so good. I just thought, of course, Whitney would love this. Yeah. Lisa goes, I haven't worked out in nine years. That's a wild... That's like, she's looking great. I For know. someone who just doesn't have to exercise, what's that like? She's very triggered by John's gym, gym vibe. Yeah, it takes she personally, goes, which I kind of relate to. I know, I've been there too. John, every time John goes to the gym, Lisa goes, it's very triggering for me. 
It's incredibly triggering for me. And then the guy from Onyx Gym is like explaining how they like mount their aerial silks. I loved him. He was like this little, little thing, this little wisp of thing running around. She goes, okay, 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 let's do this. (laughs) And then she was great at it. When she gets up there, she goes, oh my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) I don't believe her that she doesn't work out. Me neither. I'm like, you look like you work out. She looks like a like a wealthy woman who exercises. I think she wants the persona of like, I eat fast food and I don't work out and look at me. Mother of two. Maybe she just has like wild genes. But like, or she's walking like 20,000 steps a day. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Maybe she just goes on walks, but she doesn't consider that a workout. Maybe she and John are just having marathon sex. They might be. Whitney is Harley Quinn. <laughs> she is Harley Quinn. She goes, my stage name, if I was a dancer, is Randy Starr. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like not fun. I'm Jasmine on the red carpet. <laughs> I'm Jasmine on the magic carpet, she says. On the magic carpet. And Whitney's like, really? And I'm Jasmine on the magic carpet. That's the full name. Whitney goes, really? That's like, she goes, that's not a good name. I was like, Randy Starr isn't much better. Yeah, Randy <coughs> Starr? Taking it way too seriously. Makes me think of Randy Quaid. Yeah. Eve Quaid. Evie Quaid should be a real housewife. <sighs> oh my God, if only... Meanwhile, Robert Sr. has finally come back home from being in Florida for a year. He figured out that you actually can fly. And so he was like, I'm going to come home. He plugged in his TV that was unplugged the whole time and was like seeing the news. And he was like, oh. Yeah, Mary told him she was like, Lights are grounded. no electronics are working. Don't plug anything in. And so he just sat in like an with no electricity for a year until he thought maybe i'll just try and see for myself and then he figured out the world still was turning and that he was gonna head back to salt lake i think what mary i think i understand mary a little more in this from this episode i think she's so weird about robert jr leaving and like being on top of him because she doesn't want him to leave because then it's just gonna be her and robert senior yeah i really like I saw her for the first time almost. Me too. It kind of made me feel sad for her. I'm sad. I am sad for her. I get her like not wanting him around. What a, what kind of hell would that be? She enjoyed like having just a year to vibe with Robert Jr. And like be alone and not have her husband that she hates. Who's also her step grandfather. Who like. I feel like she loafing around the house. Kind of forced into a marriage with him. Yeah. Her life was sort of taken away from her. And I think co- she goes, "Oh, what COVID?" No, I just think made COVID her made her really realize like she never got a chance to be independent. Mm-hmm. She goes, "When he gets comfortable, I start thinking of places he can go." <laughs> Heaven. She goes. I wrote. She goes. I don't think we leave him, girl. Mm-mm. I was like, "You're saying this now." <laughs> kill him girl yeah she goes want to know how i know that she goes because when he prepares rice she goes i like short grain rice he likes long grain and whenever i get rice made 
and he prepares it it's always short grain and i'm like how does he not know that about me? how does he not know that about me and i'm like you know what that's very specific but it's it's indicative he doesn't care why would he care he literally got to like marry a 19 year old when he was a grandfather <clears throat> that's so fucked up i'm sorry do you think like men in that situation give a rat's ass about anything like that woman is basically an object and a vessel to them yeah what kind of rice he's sick truly kill him girl kill him (laughs) kill him queen Um, all you have to do is like a little bit of poison push him over like a tiny teeny bit of poison you could just like trip him you could just push him down the stairs just nudge him a little bit he's not the only man i i wish ill upon this episode i know cut the brakes to his car um go for like a ski thing and then leave like have a wolf attack him just leave him leave him him at the top be like he had a heart attack i'm gonna go get help and then let him freeze to death yeah like there are so many options utah seems like a very great place to like kill someone oh for sure or just go missing totally snowmobile accident rapture yeah lisa takes to a fish spa which always makes me feel really sick whenever i see this I, up until this moment, have always wanted to go to a fish spa. And then this, I was like, actually, I never want to do this. Yeah, it's really weird. It's sick. I just wrote... Fish kiss spa. I wrote, I want Lisa Barlow to become a bodybuilder. (laughs) She would be a good bodybuilder. Yeah, just do like shows where she's like... Fit girl. Just showing off all her like bikini muscles. Yeah. I want her to have like, I want her to lean it so far into working out that she does get into bodybuilding, but then becomes like just like an inspirational figure mm-hmm. where she's like, you have to do it. You have to push yourself. Who's pushing themselves today? Ladies, let's go. And like have like protein powders and like power bars a line of fitness gear, a line of bikinis, like bike shorts. She's like Jillian Michaels, but without the abuse. Did Jillian abuse someone? No, I just think she's insane. Oh, because she was on like Biggest Loser or whatever? She's just like, like kind of mean. Screaming at people to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like not a great last scene look. No, Lisa would just go pure motivation. Also, I just have to say these fish kiss places seem like breeding ground for like a b- bacterial infection of some sort totally amoeba zone it's like an amoeba amoeba like lisa gets yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah this is like I'm... lisa says she gets two pedicures a week that's too many that's mormon perfection right there you really only need one pedicure a week if you're getting in a like, how dry are her little hooves? It might be. Maybe she has, like, the driest feet ever. She has incredibly dry feet, and her nails grow, like, so long that she has to get them sawed down <laughs> twice a week to just keep things in check. Two times a week is too much. She was, like, cursed by an imp when she was a little girl who was like, you will grow hooves for feet. So she has to get pedicures to keep her little hooves from growing. <laughs> Or else she'll go full goat lady. 
<laughs> Jenny and Meredith meet her. Meredith, by the way, says like three words this whole scene. Meredith's back to just like zoning out on painkillers. Jenny, Jenny breaks my heart. She's had a really rough go of it. She talks a lot about her miscarriage journey. She goes, I have an issue with my marriage. And then Lisa goes, what? (laughs) She starts talking about like this. She's had a bunch of miscarriages. And then there was one in particular where she lost a baby at 42 weeks after an emergency C-section. And it truly is like so tragic and sad. And Jenny's crying and she's telling about how she was sedated so she didn't see it happen but Dewey her husband was like front and center for the whole thing he was really traumatized and she's crying she's crying and Lisa goes are you okay it's like no no she's not and Dewey I think his trauma and his grief he's not gone to therapy or processed it so his way of coping with it is just obsessively demanding that his wife have another child to make up for the daughter they lost and she said, yeah. she said when she came to from sedation, he came in and shook his head and said, I'm very sorry that I can't protect you. I was like, what? It was just like a weird, like yeah. he seemed almost like he was mad at her. That's the vibe I got. No? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, I can't imagine what it would be like to go through something like that. Just like so. Yeah so terrible but also i'm like okay this woman like it is now like a risk for her to even try and get pregnant again i'm assuming also it's like all the signs like biologically and anatomically are telling you that it's like not gonna happen with her and she doesn't want to do it so like get it through your thick skull and shut the fuck up and like enjoy your life like what are you bumping on here i don't get it it's a little gilead it's really weird why do you need well you find out later why do you need kids you have three you freak you literally have like a farm of kids three is a lot of children i can't with this guy me neither and at first i was like we'll get to it but yeah, I have even more thoughts. Meredith recommends couples counseling, and I was like, sensible queen. Yeah. We cut over to the the only time we see Jen Shaw, thank God, this episode. She's <laughs> shopping for emeralds with Stuart. Yeah, she and Stu Chains hit the promenade of Park City. She goes to buy jewels with, like, stolen elderly people's money. The, the FBI is just checking off everything she's doing. Mm-hmm. I just wrote, and she's gonna buy a bunch of snowflake necklaces. It's hideous. I don't want a snowflake necklace. Stuart looks like someone who, like a family annihilator. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah. Like he looks like some like a. You can see his mugshot. Like this man murdered his family. He looks unwell. Like he's slowly dying from the inside out. He probably is. His his dirty conscience is like catching up to him and manifesting physically. Jen settles on like 3,200 a piece fucking snowflakes as like an amends to her, to the group for just being like a wretched bitch. Yeah. I wrote, no one wants these, like what don't waste your money. So I would flush that shit down the toilet. If I got 
snowflake. I'd turn it right over to the FBI. I know. Just go, thank you, and then put it in an envelope and just send it to FBI headquarters. It's like implicating everyone. Yeah. I don't want your fucking... Blood money like, snowflake. Ugly necklace bought with, like, blood money. She's so twisted to me. Get away from me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Heather has... Heather and ugh. Ashley. Heather has like... This episode also, can I just point out, was 35 minutes long. It was so short, guys. Why was it so short? I I feel fortunate that it's so short and like... Because right now I'm not in the place, so I, I'm, I'm seeing it as a god shot. <laughs> Yeah, it was like it's meant to be for you, but I'm also like, why so short? Because I think they just—I can't imagine watching this live with like literally 25 minutes of ads. <coughs> Who wants 25 minutes of commercials to get through a 35-minute episode? A lot of people were tweeting about it last night. How short it was? No, just the episode. Oh, they were like loving it. I didn't hear any. I feel like we're both. The only people I saw that are talking about how short it was. We're episode length truthers because I don't, I usually won't watch live or if I do, I can like at least fast forward. And then if I miss it, I refuse to engage with commercials. So I just watch on Amazon Prime. I guess that's what it is. We're just watching it without commercials. So we're like, wait, it's like. No, but they're usually 44 minutes or like at least 43 minutes. They're not 35 after the intros. I think they were like, this episode is really dark. So we're going to make it as short as possible. 
Heather gives her daughter the sex talk while her daughter's deciding between San Diego State and UC UCSB for college. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know, should I get it? Should I live with two girls or one girl? And then she's like, I'm kind of thinking three. And then Heather's like, you know, threesomes are hard. Someone always feels left out. And I was like, Heather, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Stop making a threesome joke with your, your daughter. Like, what? Also, it's just like, yeah, it's very awkward and very like, have this discussion on camera. And she talks about like their cat, Stormy. Getting like but gang it does. <laughs> Yeah, and being like, she learned the hard way. And I'm like, okay, that's not a great outlook on sex. But she comes, like, she says one thing where I was like, okay, that's chic. Where she's like, I just want Ashley to understand consent and understand desire. And that's all you, yeah, that's all you really need. Yeah, you don't, I mean, I remember when my dad gave me the sex talk when I was like, I think I was like 16 or 17. We were driving, and he was like, I just want to make sure you know. I was like, Dad. <laughs> like, it's all good. And he's Like, you know what sex is. Yeah. And I just <laughs> was late, like... babe. <laughs> <laughs> and he just started telling me, and I just was like... The whole time he was telling me, I was going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He was like, you have a penis and a girl has a vagina. You're like, the wasted words. I don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. This is all lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, daddy, oh, I won't know. <laughs> Just wait. Wait, what did he say? He was like, <clears throat> you put your penis in a woman. I was literally going like this. Ah, like I was, <laughs> I heard fluids. My mom read me a book when I was like in fourth grade and, or like pretty young, but I still didn't understand. I like didn't know. I like didn't know that women had vaginas. Like I just thought your I thought your vagina was just like you were so your labia, and, but I didn't know that it was like also a hole that like a baby then came out of. So, and my mom read me a book, and she, uh, we just both like laughed because she was like, "The penis is sometimes soft and spongy," and then showed me a picture, and then I've always just like a spongy penis. She just, like, made us laugh, and then she like read me this whole book, and I was like, "Cool, got it." And then I just kept thinking for years that babies came out of women's butts because that's like the only like frame of reference. I was like, that makes the most sense to me. And I asked her to get me that book, like a miracle is born or some, there was some really graphic like birth book, but really I kind of just wanted to look at like women's engorged, like pregnant breasts. And then like, and then I would look at the photos of them having a baby and it still looked like it was coming out of their butt. And I was just like, that's crazy. And then it took a few years for me to like put everything together. Imagine how we entered. But I was also, (laughs) yeah, I was just like, whoa, it truly took a long time to really wrap my head around a vagina. I think I thought vagina was vagina for a long time. (laughs) I think I also recall being in a place of vagina (laughs) as well. (laughs) Which is such a funny word, vagina. I was like in seventh grade when I confirmed it was vagina. Vagina. Yeah, vagina. I think a lot of people lived in a world of vagina. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was like very common experience for people. I know. Oh my God. Because it's also when you're a kid, you're not like 
like the like the concept of you don't understand like a, a vagina i know yeah like their your vagina does, does not serve like that much of a purpose until you're having your period really so it really is like shocking to realize it's there yeah i mean it's i remember like when they divided our class for the sex talk the girls were in one classroom and we were in the other and we could see each other they gave us all deodorant I love that. They're like, stop stinking up the joint. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was like kind of starting to get it. I was like, oh, the uterus and ovaries. Like, I understand there's like this thing. There's this thing. There's this the like vagina. <laughs> it's like Nicki Minaj meme. There's this thing called the vagina. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, so if your kid's 16 and you're trying to talk to them about sex, they already fucking know. We're like, it's too late. Don't make a joke about And you really things. need to do a better job of explaining vaginas to girls. Vaginas are, are bust. Vaginas are... <laughs> there's a lot of vagina confusion out there. The vagina monologues. Let's put, a, let's put an end to that. Let's end vagina con- <laughs> confusion. Vagina rights. The vagina out. monologues. That's just kids talking about what they know about vaginas. <laughs> um, Whitney and Justin meet the Barlows at this place that I for a second thought was Toscana, Cucina Toscana, and then I realized it was Park City. <laughs> Park City. I think there. This show just only takes place in Park City. I know, but as it should, yeah, because Park City seems highly desirable. But I'm dying to go to Nino Viejo. <laughs> old, old child. Nothing like an authentic Tex-Mex meal in old Park City, Utah. Looked so good. Though. I have to say the whole dynamic of this is just Whitney and Lisa out trying to like out passive aggressive each other. <laughs> Whitney's wearing basically a bikini top. Yeah, she big, steps up to the host. Big natural. Whitney, like, approaches everyone as though she's about to, like, fuck them senseless. She does. She's entering, like, ready for a gangbang at every place she goes. Like, willing gangbang, gangbang participant. She's like, we're here to meet the Barlows. <laughs> it's so sexual. I love it. It's, yeah. it's hot. Her tits are out. She's in a midriff bearing look with like a shearling leather <laughs> She looks sexy. Her big, her big rose tat is showing. Her big, huge rose tat. Big knockers. Her knockers being like, we are here to meet the Barlows. They go, the Barlows are already sitting and she goes, great. Great. Lead us there. How are you just like channeling that sexual energy 24 7 she is just i guess a highly sexual person she is cool lisa they have like john and justin like love each other yeah lisa orders them vita tequila margs which i was like god love her love it i love it Whitney goes lisa it was so hard to get here (laughs) she goes at one point, we drove down a dark alley, and I thought, wow, Lisa, where are you taking us? <laughs> and Lisa was like, ha, ha, fucking kill you. 
so great to come up here. I love coming up here, making it up here every once in a while. She goes, Aubrey, my friends, Aubrey and Marco own it. They're the hottest chef couple. And then Whitney goes, ah, I see. And then... Now I know what is going on. <laughs> Whitney pieces it together with sleuth. Sleuth, sleuth, sleuth. She pieces it together that... <laughs> Lisa has brought her here to prove her innocence in the court of Angie, in the court of LGBTQ charities. Like, I'm not mad at that. If you're going to invite me to a delicious dinner and then introduce me to the chef couple who's going to give us, like, free shots and tacos and stuff, I'm like, okay, cool. And they also want to prove their innocence. Also, aren't they all innocent? Yeah, a reminder that these are the caterers that backed out of Angie's casino night for LGBTQ charity and it kind yeah. of it kind of made it seem like one lisa sabotage and two that they were like transphobic but i i mean to my knowledge i, don't think they I are. also have to clarify that I, I i don't care beyond just watching this show like i don't care what happened <laughs> never will but from what i saw on instagram lisa is innocent yeah and so but he goes are you kidding me? They come over and they're like, Tavita tequila. And they all start, the chef and his wife come over, start taking shots. And then Whitney goes, are you kidding me? This is staged. <laughs> and they all go, oh. and then Aubrey has like the most over the top reaction. She's going. Oh. They they start the conversation. They're like, cheers. And they go, yeah. So we had to cancel. Like we couldn't make it out on a Friday to Angie's like, party and then Whitney are you kidding me this is so fucking staged Aubrey's <laughs> clutching her pearls <gasps> and Lisa goes oh my god I'm so confused right now and I just wrote <laughs> Lisa's possessed by Pazuzu her voice like drops at one point oh my god I am so confused right now haha <laughs> and then Whitney goes I'm sorry Angie and she goes her name is Aubrey. She goes, sorry, I'm just she goes, sorry. I'm so heated right now. I'm emotional. I have emotion. This is staged. You've... But where did the rest of the scene go? I don't know. Like 35 minutes. I was like, who turned in this final episode? Did someone just not watch it? And they were like, okay, we're good to go. Because the scene needed an ending. Yeah. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? This is staged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is staged. She sounds like Henri. <laughs> oh, yes. Say it again. It's so good. Oh, this is staged. No, are you kidding? Are you, are ki- you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is so staged. How dare you? Are you kidding me? This is so fucking staged. This is so fucking staged. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, so we just cut immediately awkwardly to... A tennis court. Mary walks out in, a Tom, in a Tom Brown. Full Tom Brown. She goes, oh, Tom she Brown goes, head to toe. She goes, smells like feet. <laughs> Ooh, smells like stinky feet in here. <laughs> and Meredith's wearing a little like fur with a with a tennis skirt, looking so chic, so youthful. And then she lobs Mary some balls, and Mary actually has no idea how to play tennis. Even though she suggested it, and Meredith suspects that maybe she just suggested it for the outfit, which was which was correct. 
they have a chat about Mary and Robert Sr. And it sounds like Mary's envious of Meredith and Seth's dynamic. Where Seth is yeah. gone for extended periods. Because she's like she a, admires their relationship. Yeah, I just wrote, I, th- I just think Mary's traumatized by her life. Yeah. I like her pulling back the curtain on her and Robert Sr.'s relationship. Yeah. Oh. But also, can't she just, like, divorce his ass? Isn't she, like, the god? No. They are bound forever. They are bound forever? He's the chosen one? I thought she was, like, a god and can do anything she wants. Only through him? Yeah. She's mother god. I don't... I feel like she won't get any money if they divorce. Yeah. That's why you gotta just... And, and then all of a sudden Whitney comes out and goes, "Oh, are you fucking kidding me?" Oh, she's French. Are you kidding me? She's like, "This is so fucking staged." She's French Canadian. <laughs> oh no, this is so fucking staged. Oh, this is fucking staged. Oh, let's go, <laughs> let's go out now. I love Mary saying she goes, "If Robert Jr. leaves, then it's just." Me and Robert Sr. being together all the time. And I just find that strange. Yeah, she goes, I just find that (laughs) kind of weird. She goes, I don't want to get to know him. Yeah, I don't. I don't like him. I would change everything about him. I love her. I love a woman just outright being like, I hate my husband. If you can't get divorced the next and you can't kill... The next best thing is to go on national television and talk about how much you hate your husband. Or just cryogenically freeze yourself. Until a time when you can wake up and your husband's dead and you can just live your life. Wake me when he's passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you me? kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is so fucking staged. This is so fucking staged. Jenny. When Meredith at one point asked, she was like, so what sports did you play growing up? And Mary goes, I horseback ride a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Like, I want to see her like take to a horse like equine. Yeah. <laughs> Miss equine. I'm now speaking in a French accent. <laughs> I don't know, love you. Love you. This is what pride. The gay cold. Lots to celebrate. Makes you speak in a French accent. <laughs> I go, are you kidding me? This is so fucking staged. And I go, oh no. Oh no, I am sorry. <laughs> Jenny and her husband are day out love passing around on the mountain. I fucking hate him. I know, this is another moment where I was like, kill him, girl. I was just like, the only solution with this husband is castration. Death. Not Death dead. to them all. Yeah. No, like death what? to them all. I just death went, to them all. He just again is like, please, will you give birth? He goes, he goes. I want to reach. I want to generate. I want more children to replenish this wicked earth. I was like, Ew. this earth with good people. I'm like, you're a fucking psycho for saying that, and that's not a good reason to procreate. Spreading his seed and like germinating. Focus on the kids that you have who are still children and, like, very much need you. She said 10 miscarriages. A stillbirth. She almost died. Like, she's... enough is enough. How are you truly not understanding this? I love Jenny. Then he's like, so I guess a surrogate is out of the question. 
Jenny goes, look, I literally don't have the energy to chase our baby around. She's like, what don't you get about that? She goes, breastfeeding, being up at all hours. She goes, I don't have time for that. And he's like, why don't we get a sister wife? And I was like. He brings up adoption where I'm like, I guess you could adopt like a 12 year old. <laughs> yeah, she's. Like, if you really, if you really want kids that badly and you want to positively impact a child's life, you should adopt, like, why don't you adopt, like, a foster family? Like, why don't you foster yeah. children then and, like, open your home up to them? And, like, there are many ways to, like, give, like, to do this in a way that actually, like, benefits people and not just benefits you. It's not about the child. It's about him. It's about him. But it's also like, what's wrong with you? Is your brain broken? Aren't you a doctor? You should be smarter than this. I don't know. If he's kind of a woo-woo doctor, I think. Oh, he's a chiropractor. Okay, yeah. He suggests getting a sister wife. And she goes, she goes I'm going to pretend you didn't say that to me. So are you serious? And he goes, yeah. Pig. Also, your children have to watch this. So you're basically saying on national television that you would be fine having like a second family. You'd be willing to like torch. You're like down to just torture marriage and upset your the mother of your children. So you can what? Also, just have more babies. It, that that confirms that it's not about him wanting to have more children with her. It's about he wants to spread his seed just a volume it's just a numbers game yeah it's so sick it makes no sense though i'm like part of me was like are they just doing this as a storyline like they need a storyline for their relationship and to like make tv but then i started to think like no he actually might be serious he is serious he wants he's like all about his like sperm They're part of some, like, apocalyptic Catholic cult, I think. Replenish the earth with good people. That's where I was like, okay, wait. Like, you're, this is, like, something much darker. Is it play here? Jenny just basically is like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) She's like, I'm leaving. I hate you so much. Please stop. She goes, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is so fucking staged. This is so fucking staged. Oh. Oh. Are you kidding me? Whitney, That's Lindsay. Whitney comes out of nowhere. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, next week looks good. Mary and Whitney got into a fight, I think. Or Mary and Jenny. Yeah, sorry. Mary's. And, and Mary. And. Mary, 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 Mary and Lisa, Mary Brannigan, Mary Brannigan. I think we have more. Mary hope next season. week's episode is longer than a half hour plus five minutes. It'll be better by next week. Will you be better by Thursday, guys? Stay tuned to see. This is a this is a COVID cliffhanger. No, will I be well enough to pot about the reunion? Or will there be, if you, do we need a sister wife to take over for me? I pray you get pray. better. But I also, if you get COVID, 
you and I both are going to go, oh, are you fucking kidding me? I know. I'm literally going, like, in five minutes to get tested. And I'm going to go, oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, no, are you fucking kidding me? <coughs> I'll keep you. This is so fucking staged. I'll keep you all posted. Oh, my God. Please don't have COVID. No. Um, guys. Send Carrie love, love and light. And light. Send it. Do you have an Amazon wish list? No. You should make one. Oh, okay. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Sure. You should make one. Sure. Sure. Mary Brannigan. <laughs> oh, Mary Brannigan. I miss her. <laughs> I have to go. What even was Mary? Okay, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, you guys. Love you. We gotta go. <laughs> Then carry good good tidings of comfort and joy and we'll see you <laughs> next time. Bye.